This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hi everybody, it's Shelby and I have a friend from Idaho today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Sadie. I'm a sophomore in high school. I can play the piano and I am the oldest of six girls in my family. Wow, six girls. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> How old's the youngest? Uh, she's six weeks old. Wow, oh, cute. Yeah, she's fun. <laughs> she's going to be spoiled. Oh, she definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> she's more like a toy for the five older ones. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and what part of Idaho are you from? Southeast, so like Pocatello, Soda Springs area. And is it a tiny town there? It's really tiny, like a thousand people. Our high school consists of 200 kids. It's so much fun, though. It's just a blast. You're probably really close with everybody. Yeah, pretty much. I'm actually cousins with like a quarter of the school. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's fun. Okay, so Sadie got a hold of me because she had a cool experience, and that is always my favorite. Please get in touch with me when the Book of Mormon answers your prayers because we all want to hear about it. So Sadie, do you want to tell me what happened? Yeah, okay. So during coronavirus time, I guess like the entirety of quarantining, I was having like a really hard time staying close to the gospel and like not reading my scriptures or praying every night, and I just kind of felt almost detached, not very close to my Savior at all. Mm -hmm. So it was like hurting my mental health, and I didn't know what to do. And I was having like a really hard time with just everything that I was doing. And I decided that I wanted to get close to the gospel again. And that I needed to go back to my routine of like daily scripture and daily prayer. And I found the scripture reference Alma 32.6 that was like a total eye opener for me. Do you want to read that one? It says, and now when Alma heard this, he turned him about his face immediately towards him. And he beheld with great joy, for he beheld that their afflictions had truly humbled them, and that they were in a preparation to hear the word. So, just kind of reading that, I learned that Alma was super excited for the people to recognize their afflictions and recognize that they had been humbled. And Alma, like, knew that they were ready to hear the word of God and get the gospel in their lives. Mm-hmm. And just kind of learning that from Alma 32.6 made me realize that during the coronavirus outbreak and during that little rough patch with my mental health, I needed to be humbled and I needed to realize that this was a really big affliction, but the gospel was going to be my rock during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it was super humbling, and I just was so overcome with joy, and I felt so much love and gratitude when I read that. That is so cool. When you were reading that scripture to me, I was thinking about, you know, it was going to be about the people being humble, but when you said that Alma was so excited, 
that's kind of like the savior when we decide that we want to come back and that we want to, you know, like you said, have a closer relationship with him and do the things that we've learned through his gospel. He turns around and looks at us and gets really excited the same way Alma did. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that feeling so much. I think that sometimes people, when they decide like you did, I think that the devil is like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. And so he starts saying, but you're a loser. You haven't done it in a long time. Heavenly Father and Jesus are mad at you. They're sad that you haven't read your scriptures. But that scripture proves that it's not that way. Yeah, for sure. I kind of felt like you were talking about like Satan was like, oh, well, since you haven't been reading your scriptures for a few weeks, then I guess there's no turning back and you should just quit. But when I did finally decide that I needed the gospel in my life, like on a consistent basis, and I found that scripture, it was just like, I knew that was the answer to my prayers And like, I knew that was the scripture that the Lord was going to save for me for when I needed to hear it. That is so awesome. And good for you for reading with intent, like reading to find his voice and to hear him. That's really cool. Thank you. I think it was Elaine Dalton. I'm not sure. She said that if you miss a couple nights brushing your teeth, you don't suddenly say, well, I'm bad at brushing my teeth. I guess I'm never going to do that again. Like you get your toothbrush and you brush your teeth again. And it's like that with the scriptures and, you know, like you don't just give up because you missed a few nights. Yeah. I haven't ever thought of it that way, but yeah, that totally makes so much sense. I love that. (laughs) And it's gross. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, in that scenario, Alma or the Lord could be your dentist. And when he sees you pick up that toothbrush again, he's like, yes, good girl. (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) Have you had experiences like that before where you've had your prayers answered like that? Yes, for sure I have. This experience has been the biggest one, but there have been a lot of smaller experiences like even though like I'm a sophomore in high school, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do for college and like what I want to major in or minor in. But I'm very indecisive. (laughs) So I keep changing my mind of like what I want to do. So I kind of turn towards the gospel and I finally kind of got the answer from reading my scriptures and praying. And I was like just trying to listen the best that I can when I was looking for this specific answer. But the answer was to do whatever makes me the happiest. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the scripture reference, but it was such a clear response to my question and my prayer. It's such a good feeling when you get an answer that's basically the Lord saying, I trust you. It gives you permission to choose and to not be like, oh no, I'm making a wrong choice. Oh no, this is going to ruin my life. When he says, you do what you need to do, it's a relief. Like, okay, I'm not going to mess this up. Yeah, yeah. In my patriarchal blessing, it has brought up that I'm an instrument in the Lord's hands like a few times. Mm -hmm. And so I also feel like when I do get answers from the scriptures, it's kind of like the Lord is just kind of like, yeah, you go for it. You do what you need to do. And when the time comes for me to do my work, 
I'm going to use you to bless the lives of other people. Wow, Sadie, you're such a cool girl. <laughs> Thanks. The Lord does trust you, and he knows that if somebody needs something, he can ask you, and you'll do it because you've done it in the past. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow, that is really cool. Thank you. So what advice would you give, maybe if there's some kids out there that just kind of get that little pit in their stomach when they think about being consistent again with their prayers and their scriptures and stuff, what could you tell them that could help them? The Lord is looking for people who try to do what he has asked. And even if you're not perfect in what he is asking of you, nobody is perfect. And the Lord and Christ are always looking for people who want to be with them again, who want to read their scriptures every day, who want to pray, who want to feel the love of the gospel. And so I guess as long as you're trying to do what they have asked, you're not going to be in trouble <laughs> and you're not going to be torn down if you miss a day of scripture or prayer. Right. They're just excited that you're trying. The Lord loves effort, like the prophet said. Mm -hmm. There's a proverb, maybe it's Chinese. I don't know. There's a Chinese <laughs> proverb. We'll say it's Chinese that says the best day to plant a tree is 10 years ago. And the second best day is today. Mm -hmm. And it's basically saying like, even if you have been away for a while, even if you, you know, you're like, oh, I've missed out on so much. So what? Start today. As long as you want that light of Christ in your life. I think that any time is a good time to start and try your best. Yeah. Yep. And maybe your best isn't what it's going to be someday. Your best right now might be just opening your scriptures and reading a couple of verses. And that's okay. You just mm -hmm. do what you can do. Yeah. Just kind of like you said, like the Lord loves effort. So as long as we're trying even a little bit, we will be able to work up to where we feel the most comfort and the most love from the Savior. Right. And just doing a little bit gives the Lord an opportunity to speak to you the way that he spoke to you when you had your thing. Like he's got these scriptures waiting where he can give you advice and comfort and everything else. And in the beginning, maybe it's just a verse or two, but it'll be there. Yeah. I love it. I love the gospel. <laughs> Me too. I really, really do. I can't imagine life without it. Me neither. <laughs> All right. So Sadie, tell us what you know. I know that the Lord had the scripture tucked away from me. And I know that he was going to show me that it's okay to fall a little bit. We have to remember to turn back to him and remember that he is like the keystone in our lives. That is awesome. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that with us. I love it. Of course. Thank you for letting me come on here and talk. <laughs> Was it scary? Not like petrifying, but a little bit nervous, you know? <laughs> yeah. But now all of a sudden, all the blessings are going to get dumped on your head because you shared your experience and it solidifies it for you. Like you will remember this so much more now. Yes. yes. So other kids should do it. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> just go for it. It's not that scary. And it's always <laughs> super nice. And it's chill. And don't stress about it. <laughs> awesome. Good plug. Thank you.
No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Thank you, Shelby. All right. First and second book 75 Jacobinus, Jeremiah, Nine Words of Mormon, and Mosiah Singing this is so fun Alma, Helaman, Third, Fourth, Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni Learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon Hey, 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 hey!